Yeah, doink. That's what you got for the warm-up? Boing. Auga. <laughs> we smoking big doinks out here in Amish. <laughs> big doinks in Amish. Who is that from? Uh, Young King Dave, R.I.P. Young King Dave. Yeah, Young King Dave was like um, uh internet celebrity uh, in the era of like Vine. Okay. Yeah, he was like a big dude, like overweight dude. He ended up dying from it, but one of the things was he was like a big smoker. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he, he put out these like short little videos, um, the most famous of which he's just like in the middle of a cornfield, like off the side of the road, just smoking a blunt. Smoking big doinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I've heard doinks before, but I I couldn't place it. Yeah, yeah, I think somewhere between like sex and weed. I think you could use that word for both. <laughs> yeah, there was a really funny um, uh, news report from Detroit on four twenty, where it's just like this very straight laced white guy going around talking to all of these black people who are smoking the fuck out on four twenty. Oh yeah, it was a local Denver affiliate or a uh, uh, Detroit affiliate. It was Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry you said that. Uh huh. Yeah, like channel. You're always correcting style. me, just like a man. No, it was. I mean, it was a real news. Yeah, it's channel. A, no, it's a yeah. channel three news. Style. Yeah, channel five news. Yeah, <laughs> no, wait, channel four. What it was, was it? Was five? It was five. Yeah, yeah. But uh, thanks for correcting me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, um, he, he. That guy felt a lot like a like Rick Steves. Like yeah, at some point, you, you become like so white. That you become like comfortable. You in transcend it. it. Yeah, you transcend race to the point <laughs> that where everyone's just like, "Yeah, this dude's really white, and he doesn't seem to have a problem with anything." Going He's like on almost around. a non-entity. He's yeah. just like a like a medium for the message. Yeah. So Rick he, Steves also big proponent of weed. <laughs> yeah. Would you say he's clear? Yes. All right. Sure. Yeah. Clear in the uh, Scientology sense, though. <laughs> yeah. only, only in that sense. He, that man's an operating titan. <laughs> How else do you get that high up in the the, the Denver or the, the Detroit media market? Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh man! So that's a fun little bit of news. We don't have a whole lot more of that. Well, no. I guess we well, do have yeah. our we have our Marianne Williamson story, yeah. and we yeah, and we'll sweet. always have a wildflower, and we'll always you know we always try to bring you the good news at the yeah. end of the app. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Marianne Williamson? Yeah, let's and go the there. youth's the youth's love for her. Yeah, let's do that. This is published in the Intercept uh, by Ryan Grimm, I think. Um, it's a pretty interesting. It has some some interesting points that I agree with. That maybe uh, you know might some people might not necessarily agree with. But he's basically talking about how she. Um, blends together or fuses together the politics of Bernie Sanders with the sort of um, appeal to self-reliance and self-responsibility of Jordan Peterson and particularly his earlier work when he was really just talking about like how to make your life better and not how climate change is a conspiracy by the Jewish feminists to take away your guns. As are vegetables. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, we know vegetables are the pu- pu- the most pussifying of the food groups. Um, so yeah, it's basically talking about how she's taking over TikTok, so to speak. But I think it's actually about something a lot more interesting and important than that, which is the idea of, you know, we've talked about, especially in our Marianne Williamson bonus episode, like the injection of love into politics, which is something that I'm very, you know, I think is kind of, um, I think it's cool. I think it's, uh, probably past time for something like that. And clearly, especially the younger generation is really craving that. Mm-hmm. 
to find like meaning in the chaos. Um, but one thing that they, that he talks about in the article is like the role of the kind of self helpy part of Marianne Williamson's journey, um, through, you know, her, her thinking and her philosophy. Is she telling kids to clean the rooms? I mean, kind of like, you know, when she, I think it was a little more, um, substantive than that. Like having read a lot of her work, a lot of it is sort of like realizing the way that you're thinking affects your behavior and your actions and the way that your actions affect the way that you feel about yourself and about the world and that you can change those. You can start by changing your thoughts to thereby change your actions to thereby change your sense of self. And like, mm. that's how you self-actualize. That's how you find happiness and love. And God was her original argument. She's kind of gotten away from that now. Yeah. The kids um, aren't so into God. Not, um, not so much. No. I mean, what has God, God done for me lately? <laughs> Seriously. Right, yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I was, I, I particularly liked this part where she says uh, that, you know, she, she, first she's talking about, you know, like people who, uh, uh, you know, walk the bridge in Selma and Iranian protesters. And, uh, and, and, and she says, you know, uh, you know, trauma was motivating rather than debilitating. And I think we've gotten to a point where we're coddling our neuroses a little bit too much right now. This is not to minimize the pain. Sometimes you call your girlfriends, you call the people in your life, can I share my pain? And then that call is over. And the person who loves you on the call says, promise me you're going to go out there this afternoon and show them what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I fucking like that. You know, uh, I, I never feel good or, uh, even like, I don't feel like I'm sitting, I'm like in my politics when I tell people that, or when I when I feel like people are like trauma like like just getting all wrapped up in their trauma and like making it part of their identity and shit like I I don't like it but I also don't like my reaction to it and this feels right. like a resolution to that which is that you know like of course they like we're all going through several traumatic events all at the same time I think the I, th I think another problem is that the word trauma is too individualizing. When, like, you know, there's these society-wide problems that, like, everyone experiences different facets of. And, like, I think that's different than trauma because it's more social than that. In a lot of ways, it makes the individualized trauma significantly worse. Yeah. Like, the, the structural conditions of capitalism that we all have to labor under. Yeah. But I, I, I really appreciate the, um, how quick she gets to uh validate go how quickly she goes from validation to okay now go do something yeah you know because uh it, it's it's too easy to start um uh making true the right wing pantomime of you know like the the traumatized trigger warning needed needing lib right yeah um there's a it, it's just this like constant thing it's the same thing with identity politics where like the left comes up with a formulation or an anal analysis of the condition. The right makes a character of it that's like ridiculous and bad, uh, bad faith reading of it. Yeah, straw and, man. Yeah, straw man. And then <clears throat> like usually younger, less experienced, but also maybe cynically minded uh, liberals that just want to like tap into a discourse or something I, it gets like redigested yeah you defend the strong man and then you're put in this situation yeah. where you are epitomizing the caricature that is being drawn of you yeah yeah it's, like oh actually it's good 
yeah, it's just like this poison that that leeches in that's like like put into like a sabotage that's put that's put into the the discourse I fucking hate and and that feels like something that that's harder to to do that too or at least or at least it's like an antidote to like get out of that cycle where it's like yeah okay yeah yeah shit's really traumatic let's go <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. there's a the, the, there's there's a, there's a way out of that yeah yeah the zoomers love let's go by the way yeah let's yes, go they do. Like, let's go yeah. Yeah, they do love. And saying I, that. It, for my uh, fellow uh, mentally ill people, that I think that there's a tendency to really bristle at that uh, it, almost immediately, like the idea that you know we play up our uh, fucked up heads too much. Um, but I do think that there's something to be said about wallowing in it that is really politically disarming, and we haven't spent enough time dealing with the realities of that. Um, you know, turn up for mental illness, but like, it's just, it's, it's totally, uh, calcifying. And I don't really think that I've ever met anybody who didn't have something positive to contribute to their community or to the larger world around them, regardless of how, you know, quote unquote damaged or like weak they feel because of those, um, because of those challenges, you know, trauma doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. And, or at least that's been my experience. Um, so I think it's something that will be difficult for a lot of people on the left, especially like the, what I would consider like the squishier left, the kind of feely part of the left. Um, I think it'll be very difficult to accept that, but I think that it's also a truth of politics. Like we're not getting anywhere, or at least we're not getting there fast enough to, you know, save the planet and <laughs> all the other shit that we have to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So does she couch her language in uh like fantasy, like uh you know, slaying dragons and shit like that? <laughs> no, and she never did that, and she gets really she really bristles at that uh that characterization of her. She's like, You can read all of my books, never once do I mention crystals or auras or orbs. Orbs or anything <laughs> like fantasy related. She's like all of, you know, that's why she also bristles at being called, you know, not a materialist. And she's like, well, you know, to me, these things are material. Your thoughts do affect your actions in the world. Um, and so starting with changing your thoughts is not immaterial. I think it's the same, like, uh, yeah, they, base superstructure misinterpretation of Marx that you see all the time on the left, which is that, like, you know, ideology has no effect on the material conditions of the world, which is never what Marx said. Um, and that's been teased apart by smarter minds than mine, but... Yeah, she's like, no, literally, your negative thoughts materially make you heavier. Yeah, no, yeah, that is, <laughs> fat is literally made of, of negative thoughts. Negative no, thoughts, she yeah. said a lot of dumb shit, for sure, there's no denying that. Again, patreon.com slash ironweeds if you want to hear us talk about that for an hour. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's not mischaracterized, um, I think, very unfairly, and it's made it more difficult for her to get traction in the political scene. Hell yeah. Well, I remember her first debate uh, for the Democratic primary you know, the people came up to her and were like, how do you think you did tonight? And she's like, well, we'll have to check in on the memes. So <laughs> she's, she's the first, uh, in my opinion, sort of uh, mimetically focused, um, you know, Democratic primary candidate. You know, she like, actually, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say Bernie mostly like stumbled into his memes, like wearing mittens. Yeah. <laughs> with the bird and like, yeah, yeah. And just no clue what he was doing. Um, yeah, Marianne Williamson actually basically took lessons from one of the first TikTok accounts that was about her, 
like like uh, an early fan account of hers, like she invited that person to her home to learn how to TikTok. Oh wow! Yeah, which is in the article. You can read about it, but so um, she's doing like Marianne fan cams. Well, <laughs> of you know, herself. Reuters recently did a, a a kind of survey of all of the potential twenty twenty four. Uh, presidential candidates and a lot of them were even like this person's not likely to run but you know if they did here's what it would be like but they didn't even include marianne williamson the really? only person the only... to have declared against biden on the democratic side they did not include her until she made a stink about it on twitter and then they put one brief paragraph about her at the very end of the of the piece that was just like self-help guru who lost who didn't win a single vote last year as running and it was just like really she has a like major uphill battle. So turning to TikTok and being able to reach younger voters like directly has a lot of echoes for Bernie Sanders' 2020 and 2016 campaigns, right? Just like the direct outreach to younger voters and just kind of skipping over the establishment media and all of that shit when necessary. Yeah, I listen to Reuters News in the morning, and they're definitely a capitalist news press that is uh, extremely anti-vibes <laughs> no vibes they hate vibes if there was anything that they hate more than methane uh it's vibes yeah they must call everything that they publish of any any vibe <laughs> yeah. just complete corporate stillness yeah yeah yes, exactly living living in a vacuum yeah total vacuum so elon is personally shelling out blue checks oh yeah per wait personally Shelling out money for blue checks. Personally shelling out money for blue checks. For Stephen King. The Krasenstein brothers. Very important. Yeah, for Drill. Who who keeps changing his name so that it, he loses the blue check. But they keep putting it, like, reinstating it, like, almost immediately. Which so, suggests that there is some Twitter employee out there whose current task is making sure that Drill keeps a blue check mark despite changing... The name of the account and also is um anonymous right it's sort of like banksy right? yeah, like nobody the, their names out there drill now. yeah, oh, no, they, they, yeah. They, i think his name's like paul or something uh, yeah. uh and they uh they actually did an interview with his real name before. oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's i think it's just one of those people or those personalities that no one wants it to be a real person so like the name, like I don't remember their. I guess I'm one of these people because I don't remember their name. I've read, I've read the whole interview, but I was just like, my brain is like, no, just let it be. Who drill like, is is unimportant. Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. irrelevant to their work. Yeah, but I can as understand that as an artiste. Yeah, I can understand though that person pretty much like needs to figure out what to do with their life now that Twitter is dying. <laughs> yeah, and like they yeah. they're like trying to figure out what the the next next act is. Well, best of luck to drill. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, this is whoever the fuck you are. So this is, this is Elon trying to just be, um, like m make people look like hypocrites. That's the whole goal. I, I think it's actually to the, the blue check has lost its importance as a status symbol because that's what you, that's what happens, right? When you open it up to the, the, uh, hoi polloi is that now it's no longer, this the status symbol that it once was well, yeah it's and like in an order in, it's like an inverted status symbol it, now it exactly. means you yeah. have paid elon yes and it says that you have provided your phone number and paid for twitter blue which you know people like stephen king and drill and like 
the Krasenstein brothers, the Krasenstein brothers and like lots of other public figures, um, even like leftist public figures who are constantly fighting with Elon are having this uh, issue. And it has become the opposite of a status symbol. You're exactly right. I think I compared it to when like your middle school teacher gives out, gives you an award in class. And then you have to like leave <laughs> class and be like, I didn't even study for this class. Like, I don't even know why I got that award because it's embarrassing and nobody wants it. Um. But I think he's trying to return some of the status to this now no longer status symbol. Well, it's also if, be- it's also because like if you like just joined Twitter and you looked at who has a blue check, you'd be like, oh, okay, so blue check means that you're like a, a fascist. Like you're like some like rate. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're either like like, like uh, someone that like uses calipers on birds, or you uh, <laughs> like, or or like you you sell like a pillow that makes your dick bigger. Like there's just, like, <laughs> they have that. <laughs> Like like the, like those are the, like the only two kinds of people that yeah <laughs> that, that buy these blue checks anymore yeah it, because, because I mean like what what he said was like this is going to be like a thing that like gets you to the top of mentions like your your the for you page like boosts you so obviously it's like people that just like want a, a attention before having something to pay attention to right so like of course it's going to be like you know people like you know shilling for something it's like who's gonna get that yeah i guess if you're paying yourself you don't actually have to pay yourself you can just say you did sure so elon's probably just you know no he said that he was paying for a few accounts yeah personally which is so weird yeah that's weird it's really it's really the whole thing is very odd yeah this whole this whole saga has been pretty weird and then his spaceship blew up and everybody was like no that's exactly what was supposed to happen <laughs> every everything after it left the launch tower was like you was know, a success why didn't cake. you build one that wouldn't blow up then if yeah. you were able to build one that met your expectations why didn't you just change your expectations to it you know not exploding people 40 miles away felt the explosion. Whoa. Did it like cause any, you know, harm to anybody or property? There was a bunch of particulate that fell, like unidentified particulate that fell on people's uh, shit. All their, sh- you know. All their shit. It came yeah. from the sky, so yeah. it hit all their shit. Yeah. Um, that, it, that's so it, far all I've seen. It also um, damaged the launch facility. Yes. So like it was so big that they didn't, the launch facility wasn't like big enough. So like, I think like fuel canisters were like, severely damaged like they have to rebuild like the entire uh launch facility also which i like here's the thing right is that like um obviously you know like no need to defend a billionaire right but like i mean getting shit to launch into space is difficult and like it it does like stuff blows up all the time when you do that right like like that i i i I don't even feel like it's like the thing ooh, your rocket exploded like like that that is like the nature of 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 uh that field is that like the, there are a lot of catastrophic failures for it i i and just, there was nobody on board so you yeah know. yeah i i to be honest i i, I just like oh i i think that you know not designing your your launch facility correctly which seems to clearly have happened i think that's funnier a bigger, a bigger deal I think yeah. it's funnier and worse and also that like i think the naming conventions are super goofy <laughs> Like, no one talks about it. it's like it's like Falcon, super super heavy yeah super yeah. heavy Falcon Starship it was like oh yeah it's so fucking big you know like like that like that <laughs> I think the biggest rocket ever yeah I think that's like, it was over four hundred something feet tall like, yeah that's it's like, like skyscraper or yeah yeah you know? it's like bigger than the the 
the Statue of Liberty or something. Yeah, it's like you know, like, there's like stuff like that. But it, it's also that uh, you know, it's um, I, 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 it's it's also like just a corporate. Why? Why? The, the thing that you, I, I think deserves ire is like all the people clapping that they intentionally put into the video when uh, uh when it's launching. You just like hear the background, like everyone, like, yeah, ah, fuck yeah, ah, yeah. Like as it's going up, is like I, it, isn't there like a ton of work to do? Like as, <laughs> as the ship is going up, like don't like, get back to work. <laughs> like, don't you all need to be like monitoring? Like, maybe, maybe that's, that's why, why it exploded. exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you guys are getting too high on your own supply. All yeah, right? yeah. It's like fucking pay attention. I hear like dials and like screens or something to like look yeah. at, like while the ship is going up. Like, pay attention. Pay yeah. the fuck attention. Everyone's just like high off of nitrous oxide emissions <laughs> from the, the, the boosters. <laughs> Didn't something like three billion dollars in public funds subsidize this thing, though? Yeah, yeah and that's all. Yeah, that's also. I mean, uh, that's to me like the biggest worthy of ire yeah. problem. Hey, yeah. all I'm saying is SpaceX succeeds. We all succeed. You know, that's definitely going to yeah, be. Yeah, all out. the quicker we can get our, uh, our, our feudal workers to the moon or Mars or wherever we decide to plop them down. Yeah. Yeah, I look. I look forward to being uh, like identified as excess population and marched into like a, yeah. like a sky bus, <laughs> mining algae yeah. in some you're space going, station. You're, you're not yeah. going in the sky bus. You yeah. did not buy enough blue checks. Right. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like the uh, to the extent that this billionaire's effort to privatize the mineral wealth of the solar system um, is successful uh, is like bad for the species. But uh, to the extent that uh, we figure out how to do space better is probably good. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we've talked about in the past how uh, space is the place. You know, there's something like... Um, a billion times more mineral resources like just floating around in our solar system than there is on the surface of the planet. And Hey, when you're in space, you've got an infinite dumping ground. Like you can create as much trash as you want. We should really be using space for our trash more. I totally agree with that. So if you do all your heavy industry in space and then you just jettison it into the sun, great. No more pollution. Yeah. So like, you know, the, every step toward a space elevator, uh, is a good step. You know, and people are like, oh, you can't do that. Like, that, we're never going to do that. Like, it's impossible. It's like, well, you know, maybe. But how is, a super advance, heavy, you know? how is a super heavy rocket going to get us there? Um, like, to me, that seems counterintuitive to everything that we should be trying to build. Well, I think that the gist is we need to figure out how to get big stuff into orbit cheaper for the purpose of making more, like, life-sustaining capability in orbit and or like the moon, for example, like the sort of, you know, plan being piloted out by SpaceX is like, all right, well, first we're going to colonize the moon and then we're going to create a moon base and then maybe make a moon elevator, like a space elevator on the moon, which would, you know, take something like a sixth of the difficulty of like the material science to do the same thing for the earth. And if we can figure out how to like have the moon be a like launching pad for other solar system, uh, you know, misadventures, then we can like, you know, slowly get m- more and more capable of doing real stuff in space, like regularly. And then eventually we, uh, 
you know, can get heavy industry all the way up there kind of thing. And that the, uh, the, the capability of having a very large rocket that is reusable, that can land itself and doesn't explode eventually. Right. Like the first stage, like booster. a train. Yeah. Like a train, but you know, to the, to space or whatever. Um, space it, train. I, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think you, you said uh, space bus. Yeah. I like the idea of space bus more than space train. Well, it, it's just, you know, it's not on tracks. But it, you know, but it, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about a space elevator. Yeah, that then, would be a space train. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on tracks until it exits the atmosphere, right? Yeah. And then you, you just get momentum. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was saying bus because I just, like, imagine, like, us all, like, shoulder to shoulder crammed in there. It's like, it's like you know, like, you, you have been selected in, in, the, in the lovely lottery to go, like, yeah, go, uh, collect algae. If they, if they were going to send me to space, uh, I'd have to check with my wife, but it, depending on, you know, whether she was pissed off at me that week, <laughs> I'd probably go. Probably do, go. Speaking of, do you think if if we did colonize the moon, ladies stop acting like that? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the moon, like, controls women. <laughs> so, like, if we were to control the moon... You could control the women. You can yeah. control the women. And that's the key. <laughs> the key has always been the moon. Yeah. As long as you men have overlooked it for, for generations yeah. and generations. But as long as the baby witches don't hex it, yeah. I think everything will be all right. You know, we'll we'll have to see. Time will tell. I don't know. Those baby those baby witches they're pretty formidable. Yeah. Did you know that uh Muslims do not have to fast during Ramadan if they are in space? No, they get a they get an exemption from fasting in Ramadan. Really? Who yeah. decided that? Muhammad. Oh, right. Of the <laughs> you know the like sheiks the the, yeah. the the. When did that come up? Uh, I I read it the other day. I don't know. Is it? Has well, there been a Muslim in space? Muhammad. <laughs> he Wait, did ascend to space on he, a, on oh, a really? steed yeah, from a, from the Temple Mount. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the okay. reasons it's sacred to Arabs. Right. Okay. Never mind. I, I retract. I all should my say questions. that. I actually, this, say it. This is, all, this is all very Sacred obvious. Muslims. Yeah. yeah. This is all very obvious. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I read it the other day. It's a, I'm sure it's like, you know, religious leaders have yeah. decided. There are all kinds of exemptions for fasting during Ramadan. It has a lot to do with sunup and sundown. So, like, when you're in space, it's always sunup. Yeah. Unless, like, or always the, sundown. Yeah, if, depending if, if you're on, on like the other far side, side of the moon. The yeah. reason is that it takes such a toll on the body that you would be, like, putting yourself at risk to, to fast in space. Yeah. That's true. Because you're constantly having to exercise. Your body is working overtime to, like, apparently, deal with the hazards of space. Yeah, apparently, like, bruising is a big deal in space. Yeah, because like, your blood, there's no gravity. Your blood's all going all over the place. Yeah. I make it. I made that up. That's maybe why. Yeah, I, I take back what I said. First off, my, my wife's wonderful and doesn't get mad at me ever. And it's not controlled by the She man. should get more <laughs> mad at you. Like, way more mad at you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other thing is, um, yeah, space sounds uh, cold and empty, and yeah. uh, I think I think Earth's the place. The That's why it's a good it. place for our trash. Yes, exactly. exactly. You know, and our nuclear waste. Yeah. We could do nukes. Yeah, and keep, just shoot that shit into space. Yeah. And if somebody opens it up, that's their fucking problem. <laughs> you know? Some alien life form finds it and gets too nosy and starts, you know, exposing themselves to our nuclear waste. That was none of your that's business. That's not on us. Yeah. <laughs> that was none of your we'll business. We'll just put do there, not open yeah, yeah. There is in no like three languages. Here. Right. Yeah. Give them a little Rosetta Stone. <laughs> so, so if they figure out one of the languages, they'll be able to figure out the other two. 
and it'll, that it'll be like, work. oh man, it says the same thing. Okay, that doesn't yeah. really work, yeah, does okay. it? All no, right, I guess well. Not. Anyway, what were the things that we put out. on the um the the gold record we strapped to uh, Discovery? Oh yeah, what did we put on it? Yeah, it was like whale yeah. sounds and like you know probably like yeah, like prayers Beethoven's fifths, yeah, images. yeah. I think yeah, we like put picture, images laughing. of men and women and children, yeah. like family images. Yeah. It's probably a bunch of bullshit. Probably some poems. Ugh, gross. Jesus Christ. What? It's, it's a waste. <laughs> we should have put memes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you imagine. Yeah, no, I, I'm not even going to say it. Come on, that boy. What, yo, what up, that boy? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, no, it's like, if Elon Musk is like the only person controlling <laughs> what goes out into space. It's like Dogecoin. Yeah. Dogecoin, uh, you know, Pepe. His own rap video or something. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, you know, hey, you know, one, one step forward is one step forward. You know, yeah. Big Rocket go boom, exciting. You know, eventually it won't go boom. And, it was uh, cool to watch. It was interesting to as it spun out, and the announcers are like not knowing what to say about it because there it was like supposed to flip to its side so it could get rid of the whatever one of the things yeah. on it. Um, and then it just kept spinning around and like you can't see me, listener, but I'm kind of like jerking about in much the same way that the super heavy rocket was. It's like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and the announcers are just like they do not know what the fuck to say. They're like, uh, and this would be the part where separation happens. Um, doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it's happened yet. Yeah, I think they said it's not optimal or something. It's not, yeah, it's very clear that this thing is about to explode. Yeah, and it was spectacular. I won't I won't deny it. Yeah. Well, it, it's about to explode because they're going to blow it up. Like it, that's the other thing is that it didn't explode. People are acting like it exploded, like because something went wrong. Something went wrong, and then they sell, they detonated it. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was that was a uh, so they could intentional detonation the, okay. because otherwise, the, the, a a uh, super heavy rocket. Yeah, could yeah. Just fly. <laughs> a skyscraper will fall to the ground <laughs> at like enormous speed. Yeah, full full of uh, like like uh, like a bunch of accelerants. Yeah, yeah. It, would, it would be an enormous explosion. Uh, so they they blew it up. Um, in the so the part where like they all clap when it explodes, um, reminded me of how like in the service industry, a lot of times if you drop something, everybody will clap, like especially all the employees, and it's supposed to draw attention away from your embarrassment that you've dropped something and to kind of like not li- like lighten the lighten yeah. the atmosphere. Yeah, of all, them all going oh! oh, or like the dead silence that follows when you break something, which yeah. is really embarrassing. Um, and it, their clapping kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. when yeah. you clap, you know, after a broken glass, they're just like, "Yeah, it exploded. That yeah. rules. Great job, Elon." It reminded me of the end of um, Neon oh god, Evangelion. <laughs> they're all like. Congratulations, Elon. You did it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Elon. You and did and that's what we say. Congratulations, Elon, you on all it. of your recent successes. Yeah. Also, I think Tesla fucked up too at some point. Probably. Oh, recently. there's so many fuck ups yeah. lately. Like they're the 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 one we missed last week was that they were um 
basically outed by former employees for just totally violating people's privacy rights and like circulating videos of people like walking to their cars naked or like having sex in their cars or like getting in accidents like hitting people on bicycles and then just being like raffle raffle copter (laughs) oh my god yeah no nothing that surprising uh you know it's just like oh yeah the thing is a surveillance machine and it beams all of its data back to home because that's valuable data that they can use to you know whatever the fuck they want and whatever the fuck they want includes laugh at you and circulate the videos without your consent and totally violate any sense of privacy that you thought you might have had by purchasing and using a uh, panopticon device that might kill you if it decides <laughs> that you they know, can choose at any moment yeah. to kill you yeah it's becoming mm. like increasingly more uh uh like necessary to like destroy Teslas on site. Like, <laughs> just, like, so, it's your it's your obligation. Yeah, as yeah. It's like you need to like neutralize those things. Yeah. Not the people, just the car. No, the people are fine. Yeah. Take them out of yeah. the car. Yeah. And, and so they're they not gonna wanna come out. But you're you so you have to like you know you use a little force a little bit yeah so l- listeners David's never really been much of a gun guy but he is carrying around an RPG seven um, <laughs> just strapped to his back yeah for, uh, for the Teslas yeah. it's it's for protection for self defense really <laughs> yeah. because yeah. those Teslas could kill him at any moment and yeah. you know we have the right to defend ourselves yeah. we have the right to do. bear uh, rocket launchers I mean hey whatever we need have the right to to uh, bear whatever tools are required for uh, self defense anything. That the government has we can have <laughs> including really shitty fighter fighter jets that, that's that's what but the, only shitty ones yeah. we can't have good ones that's what the bill of rights says yeah i haven't read them but i'm pretty sure that's what it says. yeah the the, the best uh, use of a, of a tesla in film was uh the righteous gemstones where they're like all trying to get back into it after oh like my god and they can't accidentally the killing someone or something and they're just like, why the fuck can't i open these doors <laughs> oh they can't close the door <laughs> yeah, close yeah. The, yeah. Oh, they're just man. like driving away and like half the doors are open what a and great it's like show. it's like blinking and making noises <laughs> it is a great show it's a great show and also uh, it's a great show ted lasso <laughs> <laughs> I am late to the game on Ted Lasso, but I've been watching it, and uh, it's great. It's great. It's a nice palate cleanser for from the the day of paying attention to what's going on. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's very very uh very nice. And Brittany and I are working through the new house or the the Real Housewives of New Jersey season three right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's our project. I'm watching Vanderpump Rules. My my goal is does, to, currently in season five. Does Vanderpump Rule? Yes. Lisa Vanderpump is a goddess, and I wish she was in my life so she could set me straight. <laughs> it's, it's my goal to watch enough Real Housewives first so that I appreciate the Vanderpump rules at a deeper level than everyone else. Oh, and I will rewatch it with <laughs> you yeah. when you're ready. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, first I have to level, it's incredible. I have to level up. I'm right now, I'm, I'm, it's, like, it's like dungeon grind, grinding, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like selling Sunset, but way better. Like way more compelling characters, and they're I all seen hotter any of these shows. But I yeah. imagine they're all very sexy and uh, mischievous. Sure, and angry. Nice. Everybody's angry mix. at each other all the time. Selling Sunset mix. is where two round baby twin men. They're uh, not round. They're buff. Okay. Yeah, they're but buff I'm, babies. I'm thinking of their head. Dance like a man. I'm just thinking <laughs> mostly about their heads. <laughs> yeah, their heads are friends. round. Yeah, it's just like cue ball. Like like, uh, um, dudes, command an army 
of lizard women. Just to, the, to just convi- the biggest bitches. Yeah, to, to convince, like, SoundCloud rappers that made it big to buy a house that looks like a community college. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Community college campus. That's like, a very that's, apt description. That, that's selling sunset. It's 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 it, it really. Uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah I can't no, get it's, enough. It's it's a lot. I tried to watch selling Tampa, but I think that hits too close to home. I'm just like looking at that, and like I know that right off of camp, right off of camera, is like a Publix parking lot or something. It's <laughs> like, fit for like 600 cars. Yeah, it never has more than 20 in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah, and it's just like everyone driving 60 miles an hour, like hitting each other well Brittany, you're on tiktok right oh i am on tiktok hell yeah so you already got somebody to set you straight you got marianne williamson Tell i don't you. really i've never seen marianne williamson come up on my tiktok to no? be honest no not once i, I think you need to my do tiktok's a, a lot of animals research for the show tiktok is my safe haven from politics yeah. i don't really follow a lot of political things all right that's probably it's a lot idea. of animals a lot, lot of cats rescues you know what i think marianne would probably advise you that you keep it that way yeah for self-care you know that's that's the way i'd imagine it yeah a tiktok is polit or twitter is politics tiktok is is cute animals instagram is selfies of people i haven't spoken to in 20 years (laughs) yeah twitter is politics (laughs) which is why it was destroyed by the richest person on the planet um Speaking of the Bill of Rights, which was mentioned like five minutes ago, um, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about this DeSantis anti-trans children? Oh, yeah. Ki- kidnapping trans children yeah, bill yeah, in yeah. Florida? Yeah, yeah, this is horrifying. This is to- so horrifying. I cannot imagine how scary it has got to be to be a parent, any parent. Because, you know, you never know. Like, your kid could, you know, come out to you at any time. And even if you are not currently the parent of a trans kid, you don't know. This is a slippery slope. Like, this could go anywhere. All children are a ticking time bomb of gender. <laughs> All humans are yeah, a ticking time yeah, bomb yeah, of gender, yeah, not true. just children. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's just like and the, the the thing that really sucks. I, well, it, I mean, it's just so much of it that does. But I just I get the sense that you know, like Ron DeSantis, you know, you just like set. I mean, he probably says this like once, right, in a meeting. He's just like, let's make a law that makes us like be able to take trans kids from their parents, right? And then like they all go and do it, and then like there's from him zero follow-up right he just came up with that idea he knows it'll get like five headlines it probably will like not quite work uh you know like parts of it fall apart like through courts the courts and, aren't and, gonna accept yeah it. And, and, or even like just like actually executing that law right like actually doing it is probably is probably extremely difficult and like so like all and so like you know like with the new college right like it, it, it half worked they're like and they're still working on it Right. But in in the meantime, it's really, it's just like terror, right? It's just like state terror. Yeah. Just over and over and over again, just like new things. And it, and it's meant to like, just wash over you. It's one thing after another, after another, just like new things that like the, this governor like wants to fucking do to you. And it appeals to the base because yeah. it doesn't matter if it works or anything. It doesn't matter the results. They don't care about that. They care about the headlines. They care about the fear mongering. Yeah, they care. They're, they're Nazis. They want Nazi shit. Yeah. Like the, the red meat of today is literally like we're going to deny human rights to large swaths of people and we're going to like, you know, criminalize the um, uh, medical interventions uh, toward either uh, reproductive health care or yeah. toward, you know, just gender affirming um, care at all. 
And like, I don't know anything about the science of like puberty blockers or any of that stuff, but intuitively it makes sense to me that like, if I was a trans kid, I would not want to go through the process of my body, you know, turning more and more into the thing that I don't feel like I am. Yeah. And so, you know, my sense of like it, my heart goes out to all these kids and their parents. And it's just like the idea that, 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 you know, these people who rail against big government are also the same people that are like, oh, we're going to make it so that the state will kidnap your kids if you listen to them. And like, it's really the hypocrisy of it from the conservative ideology perspective is really remarkable. Like, imagine if the state said, uh, if you get your kid circumcised, we're that's that's abuse and we're taking your kid away from you. Well, that that would be correct. That would be fine. <laughs> or anything no, it's, like it's we bad. have, it's like bad. we have long in this country, particularly conservatives, but even liberals, uh, assumed that parents have a very wide berth in terms of their rights with what their children, what kinds of medical treatment their kids get, what kinds of behaviors they allow in the home. We've given parents a very wide berth for you know the the our entire history yeah so the idea that you could the, uh, there's a washington post article that we'll put in the show notes as always but um it it identifies it says like this won't make it through the courts and it identifies two major violations of the bill of rights that are inherent to this bill and i don't remember the article so shut up don't ask me but the first is the i think it's the f- 14th amendment that roe was based on which is the right to like Privacy, dignity yeah. and autonomy yeah. yep it's, which it's, wasn't overturned in the um uh the the new decision the 14th amendment wasn't but the roe but the roe decision was but specifically i think it was clarence thomas like uh carved out a, an exemption for the uh the bodily autonomy and dignity uh section of it and yeah that, that, that was the only way they could keep marriage yeah mm-hmm. they couldn't keep uh, uh interracial marriage without carving out something like which should tell you everything you need to know yeah um clarence thomas loves part, me part yeah part of an interracial marriage yeah yeah and then the second violation of the bill of rights is the right to equal access um so a parent who you know puberty blockers are prescribed to children who go into puberty early all the time mm. um and so the idea that this parent has the right to administer puberty blockers to their child because of this medical condition, but this other parent doesn't have the right for this other medical condition is a violation of the Constitution mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, equal equal access. So, yeah, but like, what are you going to tell those that the parents of those kids who drank the water that was making the frogs gay? Oh, that's that they, so that, true. That they then can't get another medication to reverse. They can't ungay their kids. They can't ungay their kids yeah. from, from the fluoride water. I mean, like, let's think about all the things that we subject kids to that we know permanently fucks them up. School. School. <laughs> Good one. Uh, I was going to say... Uh, I mean, can you tell we've been married for a long time? Um, and one of you is a teacher. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, uh, college is voluntary. <laughs> Yeah, they chose that. Yeah, you chose that. Uh, you can leave it anytime. <laughs> but like, let, let's let's see. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, every city with uh, lead pipe uh, issues, yeah. um, and the fact that that's actually the state's responsibility, and they're like, no, actually, it's good. It builds character. Um, <laughs> no, uh, brain damage is good, actually. Yeah. yeah I mean, speaking of brain damage, the, like football's still allowed. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, what's next? Like, Florida's going to, you know, arrest every football dad and, like, uh, kidnap their kid? I think that would do uh, far more to help children than, you know, obviously 
Well, see, you think that, but really what they're doing is they're kidnapping your kid to put them into the arena league and it's going to be a state project so they're, they're actually going we're going to make arena football will finally work yeah, it's going to be hunger games yeah, yeah. yeah. hunger Florida's games gonna, via football yeah make like massive massive profits off of them and uh never pay them no. um but however well 17 year olds don't need to get paid well you know what do they uh, have to buy it, also in the news um the, all of the laws um making it more and more acceptable to give longer shifts of work to younger and younger to children, children. Yep. yeah 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 it's like working almost, a fucking rendering plant yeah. yeah it's it's almost like the right wing um is a little bit hypocritical on this issue uh, of, uh, yeah. of kids and protecting the children and you know i i usually don't like to go after a political enemy over hypocrisy because i have plenty of hi- of hypocrisy built into my own politics and i don't apologize for it um i think that's just the nature of wanting a different world is that some things are going to contradict others sure But it is laughable that you could, in the same sentence, say that parents have ultimate rights over everything that their children are exposed to, including fucking board books in schools. Um, But, you know, other parents don't have the right to help their children not commit suicide, because that is the alternative that we're looking at when these things are banned. Um, Yeah, it's all so wacky. I, I just can't even make wrap my head around any of it. But like this particular piece of legislation is just like the most openly fascist and Nazi, like uh, out of all of this war against trans like people and especially trans children that yeah. has happened. And it's all been coming with such a rapidity. It's like a lot of them are getting struck down, but like there's like a full fucking court press by GOP lawmakers across this country to wage war on trans kids. And it's really fucking disgusting. It's just like, first off, an incredibly small percentage of the population. Secondly, like, so small, like 2%, or, it, which, which makes them a perfect, uh, like, like target for this. Right. Is because like, you can, is that you've never, a lot of the, a lot of people have like never met a trans person. And so like, you can just like turn them into whatever the fuck you want in their head. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we're taking them on. You're destroying them. And you know, it's like, you never have to like, look at somebody like, yeah, you're destroying my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't, you never have to look that person in the face. Yeah. It's just, it's really disgusting to see the dehumanization of such like, I don't know, just a broad swath of people. And yep. it's, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just really fucked up. And I don't know what the proper response is. Um, but some of the lawmakers that have been passing these legislations have had their homes vandalized recently. Like there was one that I saw uh, today where it was like spray painted across their house. It was almost like the uh, wax rule. <laughs> the <blacks> rule. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really bad. It, like, uh, but I don't know. Who knows? It, like the garage said fash and then it has used a what would be a slur for me to use so i will not use it yeah. but you know they bash back um it was pretty cool i i hope that it was done by someone who actually uh uh holds those views rather than the blacks rule obvious fake graffiti that that whoever the fuck it was yeah. did and and uh yeah, it, I, I, as we were talking, I was, I was thinking, you know, like, it's getting harder and harder to, like, have that feeling of, like, well, you know, like, a lot of people will vote badly and, but, like, you can't, like, discount them as, like, full people that need to be, like, reached in some other way in order to, like, you know, bring them into some other governing coalition to, like, win stuff, you know? Um, uh, but it... Uh, but one, it's getting it's getting pretty harder and harder to like 
think of like a DeSantis administration supporter as like a salvageable human being. Yeah. But, but, but then I also thought like, yeah, but also like the fucking New York times doesn't has a really bad track record of covering trans issues For sure. as well. And, and the, the Atlantic, which I mean is, is, you know, a terrible publication in general anyway, but I, but you know, like, they publish tra- they publish yeah. turfs all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, what was it fucking Barry Weiss that now runs like some sort of Coke funded or or uh, actually it's probably Harlan Crow actually. <laughs> He's just out of Texas. The uh, mm. uh, something called like the Free Press, I think it's called. They and they did this like long thing on uh, St. Louis uh, Children's Hospital unit that uh, helps trans kids, and uh, and it was basically like through this like one ex employee that. Um, uh, uh, lied over over a bunch of stuff and, and a mom. It was mom. like fetus in the Pepsi, fetuses in the Pepsi type shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Super well, there's ridiculous. also like a, like one mom that w- that didn't like that her kid was trans and like it just it's really awful reporting that was just like completely um de- debunked, right? <laughs> by by <laughs> by uh, by real journalists. Uh, but that didn't stop then, like uh, um state legislators in uh um missouri from trying to like defund this hospital you well, know they were also it's, clearly trying to make the site itself a place for targeting yeah. like a lot of people were afraid that this place was going to be attacked because of the way that it was being reported on was like look at this specific location where this evil thing that you're so afraid of is happening isn't that crazy whoa would be a shame if somebody you know uh, were were to do something to it yeah were to take matters into their own hands right which is another thing where it's like yeah like the desantis administration tries a bunch of things it's it's see what sticks right uh but uh in the meantime they're also like yeah like sicking these like really horrendous deadly deadly people uh to like their chosen target you know all the time fucked up it's It's really it's really disturbing like hey look at this extreme minority of the childhood population that has like you know 10x the suicide rate how can we get that number up yeah they've had it too good for too long really it's so fucked up and it's made me think a lot about like the other uh bills that have been passed and it all comes down to because we've talked about on this podcast how gen biological sex isn't even a binary and that like there's a very significant percentage of the population that is intersex it's as common as having red hair yeah and i told that once to my class when i was taing and uh everybody in the class looked at the one girl with red hair and i had to be like no 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 that's not how it works it's not like <laughs> <laughs> it's as as common as <laughs> fuckers need to take a statistics class what the hell's wrong <laughs> but you know at, like i could have said so one of you is intersex it's just probably not her <laughs> because once again it's not that common and um or, Unco- or, uncommon. or yeah sorry and so much of these laws come down to like this assigned at birth like gender mm-hmm. which we could just stop doing we could just stop assigning gender at birth we already and, do it badly yeah like especially for intersex children up but, all the time all the time and instead of like assigning them intersex at birth and like stigmatizing them in that way which the gop will then target those people for annihilation um like you know i, I if we can't just ban the practice of assigning gender at birth entirely maybe we need like some really um you know, bold direct action on the part of like OBGYNs, wherein, you know, they basically use like a roulette wheel. 
and they just like completely <laughs> randomize what yeah that would be great for children gets assigned and but you know like if it were to happen universally and everybody just had a random fucking gender assigned to them then it would not be uncommon at all for everyone to understand why an individual person's decision to not identify with the gender that they were assigned when they couldn't fucking talk. Um, the, the, this only works if it's a literal roulette wheel and you get to bet on it. <laughs> there you might actually get, you know, some, some, uh, some money behind that, you know, you get, get draft Kings, <laughs> like sponsor, uh, oh, <laughs> a neo like a natal <laughs> healthcare wing. <laughs> the St. Peter's Birthing Center brought to you by DraftKings. <laughs> I can see the Twitter advertisements in my mind already. Yeah. I mean, we're already doing like super massive heavy falcon gender reveal explosions, so <laughs> Man, how sick would that have been? Just like blue confetti. Yeah. Elon's having a boy, oh, his his 52nd child. Uh, do <laughs> are there really fifty one of them? No. Oh man, I made that number up. I mean, who knows? It could be the could guy's be got a project. Yeah, he supposedly fucks. I don't know. I don't know if I believe <laughs> he it. He breeds. Yeah, he Ugh. breeds. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I think that's, that's so much worse. That's more accurate too. Do we want to talk about news connectedy yes. and yeah. all the wonders therein? Yeah, guys. You know Schenectady? Yeah. No, you don't. Oh, there's a new Schenectady. Oh, it's shit. totally new. It's, it's completely totally different. different. Yeah. And is it called new Schenectady? Yes. <laughs> and you can't cross the street there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a wonderful article um, from the Times Union. And I, I really do like uh, uh, mean that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, it's just it's like it's kind of adorable, but it's also like it, it has some heinous shit in it, I guess, also. But yeah, there, um, the city of Schenectady. And it's um, attendant um, development agency, which has the word Metroplex in it, which is like such a outdated term. I've, I've never heard anything use the phrase Metroplex. It says it's certified like too. Doesn't it yeah. say it's like a certified Metroplex? What do you get? Cert- What's the certification <laughs> I, I, for? I, I don't. I, Metroplex sounds like sounds like you you can only use that that term in like describing how many radio shacks there are you know like like it's like so out it's such a fucking outdated term but um uh yeah so this is a um they're spending a quarter of a million dollars two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on marketing for schenectady because it's not the schenectady you think you knew it's new it's new. And th- yeah, and there is like... And improved. Br- yeah. Brittany's re- referring to this like this like weird... Um, uh, it, it comes back to it like three times it's, in, yeah. in a article that I think is like 700 words if or something. That, yeah. Yeah. That's... Um, uh, 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 so, someone... Uh, I think it's I think it's a Golub or a Golub Flacky or something yeah. uh, talking about how, you know, when you... When you, you used to, you know, like when you go down State Street in Schenectady, you didn't even have to look both ways because there's no cars. You just walk around, which I don't recommend anyone do even. Actually, turn, you know, just, you know, putting on your planner hat, those are the most dangerous streets. So let me tell you why, right? Because you're not looking. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The, one of the, some of the most dangerous streets, high speed, low throughput. Because, really? yeah, because you're just, you know, you just like, you know, your guard is down. You're like, oh, there's nothing here. And he walks out and like, 
Yeah, and then you get Jesus. fucking pancaked. Also, you should always look both ways, even at one-way streets. Because you know yeah. what? Cars go the wrong way down one-way streets all, all the, the time. time. I've done it. All the time. There was a famous video on, like, Rotten.com of a pizza guy getting, uh, getting... Pizzaed. Street pizza. Street pizza. Anyway, yeah, that's, so, not, that's not really relevant to this yeah. conversation. So, uh, yeah, they're they're gonna dump like. A but now again, a you can't hardly dollars. cross the street. Is yes, the point right? Yeah, because now now everyone's hanging out in Schenectady, fighting over uh, restaurant reservations. They said that people fight over restaurant reservations really? in Schenectady. Which I just imagine people duking it out in the streets outside of like a seafood restaurant, like stealing the little vibrating like thing out of their hand <laughs> yeah. that you get for when you're ready to be seated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- yeah. Just doing like stone cold stunners <laughs> to like get, get 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 a spot at the bar. Yeah. But what's those. interesting is that they don't, other than like business being good, there's no description of what new Schenectady is. They should have just leaned into their already existent motto, the electric city, and be they, like, they oh, do, they we're do kind of everything. We're going to be the most electric city in the world. They mentioned the electric city thing in the article. Yeah. But there's no like theme. There's no, you know. It doesn't seem like they're leaning into any anything of any substance. Yeah, I mean the 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 reading between the lines is that like okay, it looks like we got like a decent like like the restaurants that are going to survive. We I think we have like we have a good base to work on, mm-hmm. and we um, they do mention a uh, uh, a uh, uh, um, public housing that was demolished and replaced with affordable housing. They mentioned that one, so that's a, that's also part of New Schenectady. Is that we got rid of the public housing and we replaced we replaced it with uh, a for profit affordable housing system, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, which is what we're doing in Troy right now with the exact same developer. Um, that's what we're when we're demolishing those. Um, you should uh, somebody towers. should write a book about this. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> more on that in a second. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, there's a um, so, I mean, like you 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 throw out that money. When you're concerned that you've plateaued, yeah, and you gotta, you know, get get to the next level, right? You gotta, you, Energize, you, yeah, yeah. They they need someone else because also, you know, like money isn't free anymore, so they can't just like throw shit at developers for that like interest free loans to do stuff, right? So now they have to like get like manufacturing or something else to like actually uh, actually take up residence or just there. a huge service economy which is what i think is happening in a lot of these cities it's just like lots and lots of bars and restaurants with lots and lots of people employed yeah in in those it's a ton. you know yeah yeah the uh the regional economic development council in uh, in this area their 2022 report showed like the one year and two year um hiring in the service sector and it's just like this whiplash just back and forth just like lose six thousand people gain three thousand right so like they're still down but it's just like this like huge like sloshing back and forth of yeah. of, of of people in, in the in the service sector the best city would be one in which it's just bartenders servers and cooks all patronizing other establishments <laughs> full of bartenders servers and cooks yeah, right. and then we all just serve each other over and over for the rest of our lives until our feet are destroyed <laughs> and our spirits are destroyed and our bellies are full and our bellies are full yeah hey, of two for one margaritas yeah <laughs> i've been saying this but i'll continue to say it uh public cafeterias is the way to go if you want hot food on demand get in line walk past the tray that's being served serve yourself 
with the the spoon, and then at, when you're done, you take a uh, a uh, turn at doing the dishes and or any of the other sweep and mop and kind of work I don't that like we get that. to do. Why not? Because sometimes I want to go out and be served by somebody else. Fair enough. But what if you couldn't be? Because we decided that it wasn't worth people's I think feet. that's dumb. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Restaurants have always existed. Restaurants are as old as ancient Greece. I just think that the idea of like a cafeteria really threads that needle between I think like, that's great. We should have cafeterias. Yeah. I just don't think it should be the only dining out option. More on this later. Sometimes I don't feel like doing all the work of cooking. Yeah. Which is basically what you're asking me to do in a cafeteria model. Not necessarily. Not all the work. I'm just saying that, you know, the the big thing is uh, many hands make light work. I think it's great. I think we should absolutely have more cafeterias. Yeah. And some people do legitimately enjoy serving others i love i yeah. loved serving yeah. like it was All my right, well, favorite maybe, job i ever had maybe that's your contribution maybe i'm the the dish obsessed guy that if i know, was toggles it, into do a little bit of the the, the grimy uh, post revolution i did 15 to 20 hours a, a week of of serving i would love that that would be like i would really enjoy that position especially right. if i got to be mean to people who are mean to me which i would be allowed to do <laughs> those are always the best service industry jobs is the one where your boss lets you be mean to assholes absolutely that's important yeah that's that's praxis so i was thinking david do you want to talk at all about how this dovetails with your book and then plug your book launch i do this weekend i do Brittany. thank you you're welcome i'm always looking out for you baby uh yeah so um it, it it fits into my book because like this is um this is honestly like the next stage of what i was looking at because i was writing at the beginning of the pandemic before the pandemic and and mostly during it is when I wrote majority of the book and uh, which is called the city authentic, how the attention economy builds urban America by university of California press coming out uh, April 25th. So by the time you listen to this, probably Hell it, yeah. it will be out and uh, uh, Brittany and I will be having a conversation about the book uh, that Saturday, the 29th um, at uh, 386 first street in Troy. So if you're listening to this before Saturday, April 29th, uh, come on by at 4 p.m., 386 First Street in Troy. The James Connolly Social Club. It should yeah. be a really good time. Yeah, it'll be a great time. And uh, and and if uh, you're not in the Capital Region area, um, convince uh, some other organization to uh, bring me by to have uh, a talk. If you're relatively close. Yeah, or or if you're far away and can pay me to do it, <laughs> <laughs> at least pay for travel. Yeah, yeah, at least pay me to to get there. Yeah, or we'll you get... could do a Zoom night at your local social club. Yeah, or if you yeah, if you want to stare into a computer screen, we could do that too. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the uh, I mean, like the way this works, right, is that like cities need to always grow, right? That is the uh, like the rich people in your city disagree about a lot of things but the one thing that they all agree on is that growth is good yeah and money that, please yeah Free and money, please. yeah and so like whatever it takes to grow the tax base to grow the fiscal plant like more buildings to increase gdp right all that stuff needs to get bigger and and, the, and that the delta has to grow also right you know like so the rate of 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 change also has to get bigger and bigger and bigger right and and so this uh growth machine model is now uh like supercharged right it's upgraded through all these new digital technologies that um have have, have just like gotten very good at creating like genres of places mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh and then like telling you exactly which kind of genre you should want 
right? And so that, that that's what a lot of this like two hundred fifty thousand dollars is. A lot of it's going to be like traditional media, like billboards, which I can't honestly imagine. You know, just like. <laughs> Like new Schenectady. Imagine billboard. moving to Schenectady so because fucking... you saw a billboard. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's like, it's, uh, so, like a lot of this sector is pretty behind the 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 times on like how to how uh, on advertising strategy. Um, if you pay me a hundred thousand dollars, I will tell you how to do this right, Schenectady. But you have to give me <laughs> a lot of that money. Uh, but um, uh, but but a lot of it is like social media. Like one thing I talk about in my book is that um, the Center for Economic Growth, which is sort of like like that Metroplex uh, authority thing that Schenectady has. Like we have one for like the whole capital region, Center for Economic Growth, and uh, and they would go buy Facebook and Instagram ads in New York City, in Boston, and other like larger cities around here, and target people who went to college, like in the Albany area schools with the message like didn't you have a good time here it's even better now and cheap and cheaper than where you are yeah the um, cheaper is a huge part of it you know? yeah so it's it's which is ironic because the process of using that cheaper angle uh, will drive so the rents up is making it <laughs> yeah. more expensive yeah yeah yeah, yeah, course, yeah, course. yeah i mean like yeah in the end like and rents are going insane right now yeah. they still are they're, they're still wildly inflated and that's what this is good at it's good at raising rents it's not particularly great at like adding people yeah they should target homeowners be like hey get in before the bubble that we're going to create happens to the housing market yeah they do i mean they do that too sometimes in different ways usually through um uh placed um uh like earned media right you know like like news coverage about the market Right, where that—that's where they usually get, get the signal. That's like, you know, like uh, Brenda owns like four homes in the Lake George area, and uh, and she says, you know, like buying is good, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, she like would. It's, it's a good time to buy. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, a terrible time to buy. Classic interest Brenda. rates are totally fucked. <laughs> classic Brenda, terrible, terrible uh, advice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this uh, this Saturday, April 29th, four p.m., three eighty six First Street in Troy. Uh, come listen to Brittany and I talk about my book. You know, now that I think about it, it's pretty crazy that they didn't go with uh, Schenectady 2 Electric City. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. That is a good point. Oh, yeah. I should say also uh, books will be available for sale. So you can buy the book. If you and don't you have the book, signed, which you is... will buy it and I will, I will sign it. Um, so I, it'll be worth some serious fucking change yeah. in a few, few years. Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous about signing books, to be honest. Why? I, I like. I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna fuck it up. Oh, in like lots of different ways, like ways that you can't even imagine. We'll start every one of them. I am totally gonna fuck this up. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, yeah. And then that that mitigates anything yeah. that you do fuck up. Yeah. No, I think I'm gonna do a lot of accidentally say like I love you. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> mom. I mean, teacher. I yeah, mean, yeah. Isabel. Thank you so yeah. much for coming right. to my talk. Yeah. <laughs> I Maybe that, I should just say love you, yeah. like like intentionally, and that way oh, I can yeah. never make that mistake. And then it's like always like a then it's like a thing I do, not like a mistake that I made. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. It, it's it's very Christ like. Yes. So you know, you'll definitely win over a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> do we want to go to our wildflower? People, sure. People don't know that about Jesus. What? Like you, you you'd meet him, and he'd just be like, "I love you, man." And then people are like, oh, okay. And you're like, no, bro, 
like, I fucking love I you. I fucking love and you. And everybody's like, that Jesus guy is so fucking weird. And then everybody turns to the new guy and is like, just say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, want a fish? <laughs> Uh, so our wildflower today comes to us courtesy of David. Do yeah. you want to tell us a little bit about this? Don't you hate it when fish get in your coolant valve? Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And getting them out, I mean, good Lord. So Empire State Plaza is this like, enormous facility in Albany that Nelson Rockefeller uh, had built to uh, impress the princess of uh, Princess Beatrix of the Netherlands. Yeah. And it was also uh-huh. a displacement for a whole ton of tenement housing. Yeah. He was yeah, just like, yeah. you know what? All this, it's got to go. Yucky. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, a lot of it was like fairly nice middle class housing. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and, um, like, uh, businesses and stuff. It was like 98 acres with his shit. But, but it was all like, Ita- like Italians. So Ugh, <laughs> garlic I'm, eaters, get yeah, them out of here. I need like a 10 acre reflecting pool yeah. right here. Yeah. So, uh, so this big fucking thing, right? Um, needs uh, uh, to you know needs air conditioning, right? And the way that it it does that is actually it sucks water out of the Hudson, uh, and then you know and chill, it runs it through a chiller for Ooh, hydro and geothermal. Yeah. Um, uh, but the problem with that is that it sucks up everything, right? Including uh, fish. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah so. Um, have they just been letting these fish die when they get sucked up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So, um, uh, the Office of General Services, my favorite office in New York State, you know, just generally. Just general. General yeah. services. I just want some general services. Uh, and the Department of Environmental Conservation, my mortal enemy. <laughs> um, unveiled a new, uh, they put this in quotes, wedge wire. A uh, screening system designed to ski, uh, keep fish from being sucked into a water intake that cools the Empire Plaza. So, uh, wedge wire, I think, is just it's just like like a wire screen. You know, it's it's like a metal screen, like a like a coffee filter made out of metal, pretty much. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, here's a huge ad that is preventing me from reading the article. Uh, and the the installation of this wedge wire screen system will uh, prevent uh, really tiny fish. And eggs from getting sucked into okay. uh, the pump station. Hell yeah. And also bigger fish. Y- y- uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But but I, what they're actually really looking for is the, uh, um, this, uh, uh, the, the, the tiny uh, shad and herring. Interesting. Uh, fish that uh, they migrate um, around here and are feeder fish for, you know, they're kind of like at the base of the, the food web. And uh, um, they need, I guess the web doesn't have a base. They're at the center? I don't know. What's, like, the early important part of a web? There the center? A si- there are significant uh, biomass, yeah. uh, you know, that uh, then, you know, trickles up, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Is it, is it like, lar- larger well, Larger fish need to, need to eat these tiny fish, and instead we're just sucking them up into our empire plaza and, and using their fish guts to control, uh, cool our... Yeah, the biggest our, fish of them yeah, all. Yeah, what were they doing with all the, like, buildings? gross fish, dead fish in there? Don't you got to get those out? I guess. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. it's like a big grinder pump. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Guess. Jesus. Yeah. So this cons- so the, this filter consists of eight cylindrical sieve-like screens and a rotating brush that redirects fish and eggs back into the river. Nice. That was, that was the question I was going to ask is what were How they you keep doing? keep it clean. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. filters are one of those things that, yeah, you, you know, keep clogged. cleaning them. Yeah. But, uh, the idea of a uh, cylindrical brush cleaned uh, sieve filter, that, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah, so that's they they installed that shit. Uh, 
it, they've been doing it since mid-August of Hell last yeah. year. And, All now, right. and now it's fucking in. That's awesome. Uh, so we got that. Congrats and we, to and all we, the fish of and, Hudson. And we also have a legal weed delivery in, in the area now. So we do? Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. expensive as fuck, Yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive. It's crazy expensive. Yeah, it's, it's going to be expensive for a little while. But. Interesting. It's like $70 for a cart. Whoa. For like a half milliliter. Whoa. A half milliliter? Half. Gram. Gram? No. no. Uh, Mil- milliliter, probably. Milliliter. No. What should you no. tip on a seventy dollar car? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, gosh, yeah. I don't know, man. But you can get that shit too. for like fifty bucks in Massachusetts. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you know. Happy uh, late four twenty to all those who celebrate. Oh yeah. And uh, my apologies for uh, having a Z- a Zombie Giuliani cancel its uh, gorilla show in the park. Oh yeah, what uh, happened? Somebody was sick. Yeah, just you know, somebody wasn't feeling uh, up for it, or they had uh, a sudden emergent thing in their life they needed to take care of. Uh. So you know, things happen. We uh, you know had to get out it. Uh, we had to get the news out on social media because, you know, I had invited people on the episode to come out. And yeah. so if you came out and we weren't there and you're disappointed, um, I'm sorry and I will do better. I take full accountability for this uh, cancellation, but we will do it uh, again soon. We just have to find a weekend that is a little uh, better for us, I guess. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, our bonus episode has not yet come out on AI, but that's going to come out sometime this week. Thank you for your patience. If you would like to listen to that and so many other wonderful bonus episodes, you should head over to patreon.com slash ironweeds where we have, I don't know, like a shit ton of episodes at this point. We're coming yeah. up on the four year anniversary. We are coming up on our four year anniversary. So we'll do Crazy. something special for that. I was thinking we might do a call in. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Right? Yeah. So maybe keep your eyes peeled for that. And in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. Shoot us an email. Why don't you? At Ironweeds Pod. At, at gmail.com. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love you. Bye bye. Peace. Great job, fellas. Thanks.